title. If I give the word a title uh, for today, it's called Hidden Treasure. Hidden Treasure. Hidden One could say, one could say that's actually a tautology because like treasures are really like not hidden. Like you really like see treasures just lying on the roadside, or if I exhibit on the roadside, it's like <laughs> it's questionable because it's like, is that really a treasure? Why is it still there? And so the nature of treasures are that they are, they are hidden uh, or they are not as easy to find. Um, and God's word is not in short of a treasure, it's of immeasurable value. Um, when you do treasures, like it takes a while for you to like Google blind experts and say, Can you like um, audit this and, and give us a, 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 a value? Is it that it's like gold, you test it with diamonds, they check the cuts and different things, and it just it's just by by the initial um, by the initial like again uh, Encounter with the treasure, it's very hard to place the value on it, and so treasures are in immeasurable value. Um, some people say, like, once one person um, places a value of the treasure, someone else will have to come and say, Oh, no, it's actually way more than that. That's why you see, like, a piece of art, someone will buy it today for 10 million, and someone says, No, it's actually worth 50 million. And so, again, it's just very hard to place the, uh, the value of such. Uh, our key verse um, is Matthew 13, verse 44. Matthew chapter 13, or verse 44. And it says, The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again. And then, in his joy, went, sold all he had, and bought that field. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again. And then, in his joy, went, sold all he had, and bought that field. And it will be popularly probably say the book of so we'll look at three things from that, um, from that verse. We'll look at the kingdom of heaven. We'll look at the find, uh, when, it, when it be found the treasure. And then we'll look at securing the treasure. So the kingdom, which is like a hidden treasure, the kingdom of heaven is like a hidden treasure. So the kingdom, the treasure itself, we'll look at the find. How they go about like finding this treasure and securing the treasure as well. Um, we always popularly uh, state uh, or say Matthew six thirty three, where it says, "But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you." And so the kingdom of God is like a treasure hidden in a field. The kingdom is one that is meant to be sought after. As it says, ask and you shall receive. Knock and it shall be opened. Uh, seek and thou shalt find. And so it's very important to see this treasure, the kingdom of heaven, and that you actually seek after. Many of us think it's not that it's just like open 
and available and accessible. Because that's the case. Everybody, or majority, would be on the path to become a person. But the kingdom of heaven is a secret, is a hidden treasure, and it takes seeking for us to find it. Um, and so it's very important to get us out that a hidden treasure is also when it says all these things. But then the seeking first the kingdom and of God and righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And I like why I say all these things because it does not, if you add it to your mind, all these things captures it. If it's good health, it's all these things. If it's peace in your marriage, it's all these things. If it's children or children succeed, it's all these things. There's nothing that escapes all these things. And so in seeking God's kingdom, the hidden treasure is that all the things that we desire, all the things that we are trusting God for, are added unto us. And that in itself is hidden. Because if it's not hidden, we can go running after good health. We can go running after putting our children in the best schools. We can go running after this thing. But no, it said seek God's kingdom first and his righteousness and all these things. I mean, you can imagine the equivalent like these parents who were paying, um, bribing, paying universities to get their children good test scores and all. And when you look at this family, it was like they, they were not, they were not, like they were not smart people. Like these children could have, like, in their own right, done the test, got some uh, good grades, and got into some of these schools. But again, just because, again, the parents, for them, it was that, that pressure of society and status, and I was like, oh, I, I want to tell my friend that my child is in this school, and so I will do all that I can do. And yet, the, the downfall of both them and the children they're going after, because they were seeking for all these things instead of what really matter. And so, again, this is a, well, I say, well, I know what I want, but well, do you really know what you need? Do you know what I need, like, is good for you? That's not what you want, but is that the need, the treasure? Or would that really bring about problems? And so it's very important to go after these things. Um, again, to go after the treasure. Um, and I like in this example because it says the man, the man of Africa, he said, he said the kingdom of God is like treasure hidden in a field. And so we all find ourselves on fields. And field is not just treasure, there are other things on the field. And so what we get also get distracted. If you look at Matthew 13, from verse 18 to 21. Matthew 13, you know if I read for us quickly, it's a, it's a, par a parable of the sower. Matthew 13, 18 to 21. And this particular section is just talking about the distractions, the things, the other things that are on the field that we should always pay attention to. So talk about it for us quickly. Matthew, Matthew 13, 18 to 21. Hear ye therefore the parable of the sower. When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, mm -hmm. then come in the wicked one. And catches away that which was sown in his heart. Mm. This is he which receives seed by the way, by the, by the side, by the wayside. Mm. But he that received the, received the seed into the stony places, the same is he that heareth the word, mm. and anon with joy receiveth it. Mm. Yet as he not root in himself, but dureth for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, mm. by and by he is offended. So we're told different things from, from the things of worry, from being worried and all, because again, for this, all these other things that, we, that makes us worried, because the things that that's what we need, to so cares, 
to the wicked, coming to steal and choke. So all these distractions are also on the field because the sower threw the, the, the seed and it, and it fell on the field. Mm. And so the treasure is in the field, but that's not the only thing in the field. And for us to find the treasure, we have to be on the field as well. Like the treasure does appear to us, like we have to be in the field. And so it's very important to know when we come into the kingdom of God, we are, we are in this world. You see, we're not talking about we are in the world, we are in the field. And so we have to be mindful of these distractions, the other things on the field. Yes, we have to be in the field to find the treasure. We have to be very mindful that there are other things that are on the field, lest we go uh, astray. So it's very important to be to be careful because again, we don't want to be like again naive and thinking like oh yeah we are they are bit on this treasure like no there will be other things that will distract us distract us from finding that treasure mm-hmm. and so don't just settle for so that we we're just settle for things that are not treasure but they look like treasure and so maybe God is actually saying I'll take you to this place and then you find maybe maybe like I'll take you to level five. And then one you like ah, progress. And I thank God. You just sit down. This is treasure. And God is like, ah, I don't know, I'm just bombing you off. <laughs> I was just testing, I was like trying to like, like get you ready for what's to come. And when the challenges come for us to get then graduate, you're like, ah, this treasure is fine enough for me. <laughs> like, you know, this is okay. And so we, we go after and those are the other things we find in the field as well. He says, so don't settle for just treasure. Go for the hidden treasure. When things, some people say, I, I mean, there are two schools of thought. Some people say, when things come easy for you, like maybe that's not the thing itself. Like, there's nothing beyond that. Like, some people say, well, I don't want to work too hard. I want to struggle, struggle to get into that as well. And yes, I, I mean, yes, I mean, some people like, oh, God, give me the grace of Isaac. And those Abraham, Abraham struggled, struggled, struggled. But I, was it Isaac or, or Jacob? But one of them actually was like the, the peaceful, no stress kind of that. And my wife always said that at the time. Like, God, I don't want the brand blessing, I want the Isaac blessing. <laughs> I want the Isaac blessing. <laughs> so, we just very, very important to be not just to get distracted by saying, oh, this is like just treasure. But yes, is it the hidden treasure? Is that what God appears? Let me like say, this is what I want for you. And so, not just, not, not just get distracted. Uh, and a way to make a better without false that again, you see that in someone. On verse 11, where it says, I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Putting God's word in our hearts makes us, I mean, you also know, you have that peace, you have that, that conviction that this is it or this is not it. And again, when we dwell more and more on God's word, then just again, just gives us that assurance, that conviction, that peace that yes, this is treasure or no, this is just in passing. This is just something else I found on the field. And this is very important. We go to the next point, which is the find. So now you are on the field. This man found the treasure. He found it. What did he do? He said he hid it again. And I was like, ah. Did you go in the was like, that's a very smart move. No, you want to know, you want to just keep quiet, you know. You have to blast the blast noise and everything, you know. Why did he hide this thing again? Well, I said, well, he didn't find the field. He was just walking on that field. He didn't own it. Mm. And so he couldn't lay proper claim on that, on that treasure mm. if he had not like, made noise about it. And so, first of all, the find, let's talk about the find today. 
said, looking, we need to keep looking until you are found. Matthew 7 again, Matthew 7, 28. He said, seek and you shall find. There's a prayer. Many of us always think that it's a thing like, you know, when we read things like on the text, ask, ask and you shall receive. Like, I think like, just ask once. <laughs> it's like, ask and you shall receive. Like, I'm going to ask now. Oh, yeah, where's, where's this thing now? <laughs> but if you have to look at it, it's a, it's a season. It's not a, it's not a request. It's not a command. Yes, I know that this is what decreeing things. But it's a season we go through of asking and then we receive, of seeking. In fact, the word seeking itself makes you like it's not a, because it will be more like sports. <laughs> it's like, oh, I spotted that opportunity, I spotted that treasure. But seeking means you, you, you are, there's, a, there's a process that is. So when the man, when, when, when he said it here, like in our past, he says, when the man found it, Yes, you might quickly want to jump to the founding, finding part. But this guy has been searching. He had been toiling in that field. And then he found the treasure. So there is a seeking period. There is a season in which we need to seek. And it's in that time we are building our businesses. It's in that way we are nurturing children. That's a seeking period. It's in that way we are studying and, and going to classes for that course or that exam. It's time we are interviewing for that job. These are seeking periods. Time when we are trusting God for healing and we are still sick in our bodies, those are seeking periods. But then we find. And so it's very important to go out here that this thing is not like that happens accidentally, that happens by just again spotting or uh, yes, there's a place for God to actually just again lay in our hearts to go do this and go do this. But even in that, we have to actually do those things to find. And so it's very important to just trust how that uh, when it comes to actually finding the treasure, we will go through the season. Of seeking. I mentioned whether what we pause and reflect you know, in our lives. We, we know those seasons, we know those times. Yes, we tell us testimony about the finding part, but we don't talk about the seeking or the seeking part. We say, God, I was trusting God for the trusting God for that season itself was not, not the easiest or the most blissful, but we thank God that yes, we do find at the end of the day. Yeah. And so, but very important again that when we find, be careful not to draw the wrong attention. This man found it and did it again. Who were those that found it and not here? For examples, Gehazi and Naaman's gate. Elijah, Elisha had double the anointing of Elijah by mathematics. Gehazi was going to have double of Elisha. But because he went and found the wrong treasure in getting clothes and bracelets and, and jewelry from Neymar. What he ended up having was leprosy for him and his generation. And we said this is Second Kings chapter five. The prodigal son found his treasure. He was like, Father, give it to me now. Took it and he told all his friends, I've gotten my inheritance. He came and spent it for him and went broke to the point where he was eating with pigs. Hiding the treasure of life, yes, I know this is mine, I know I would get to have this eventually one day. That's knowing and hiding the treasure. But he was like, No, I want it now. So he got it, he was like, Yes, I'm going to do this. 
because I went to Pnam. So he took his and he made noise about it. And everybody came and spent in the three lavish parts. I'm very sure. And he drank wine for days and feasted and everything. And everything went and disappeared. And then again, the Lord has chosen our big treasure. Jacob, Jacob, in working over time, working twice to actually secure what he wanted, was even loud in his treasure because he could have easily been chill about it and just found, like, be very cool headed and say, okay, guy, this is that much I'm going to have. I will work for this number of years and I would, this is what I'm going to get. But in his louding of treasure he found and his father knew knowing how he truly truly treasure found that treasure he said this guy I can get I can get him on that seven years <laughs> treasure yeah because he, he made it very loud like this is um, I, I would do anything father I always say that I would do anything that he takes this will get this but uh, oh anything I'll be okay <laughs> 14 years out of you <laughs> so what did you think but what I always like, this guy spent 14 years to marry him. <laughs> I have to marry Arab bride first. <laughs> I have to marry two brides. So they, that's again finding treasure. And just again, when you say, the Bible says, Lao Lao, when you be on Lao Lao, just talk, 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 and everybody now knows what's at stake here. And so when you get the people attract a lot of attention, um, Abraham, because I'll give you a son, said, Oh, treasure, I am slave. Please, I want to get it. And we see, even to today, the repercussion of that move of saying, I found a treasure, but now I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm good to say, I'm going, I'm going about securing a treasure my own way. Actually, you see that in Genesis 16. It's very important for us to just, again, like I said, be careful not to draw the wrong attention or do the wrong things when it comes to the treasure. And the final point is securing the treasure. Say that in his, in his joy, in his joy, he went and sold all he had and bought that field. Mm. I can imagine the guy walking away from that treasure fire and hit it back. Mm. Like, ah, I'm set. You see, it's a hammer. Like, generational wealth. <laughs> but it was it was not easy I just like that. I mean he had that joy and everything, but he had to do things. He said he sold all he had. Now this is very really difficult. You know it's a guarantee that they will sell him a selling dollar. Yes sir. It's not a guarantee. You know how we're going to get house, house or rent, so rent a house in Dublin now. We can't give him these five people, ten people, like, it's not guaranteed. But here, he was like, it's all on the line. And that's where, again, his asset and done. Yes, there's treasure. Yes, there's a field. But for me to secure it, I have to sell everything I have. That's where sacrifice comes into play and, and faith. The place of faith and sacrifice. Letting go of the old to make room. Second Corinthians 9 and 17. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things, old things have passed away. All things have become new. You say this and think it's easy, but it's 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 a yes. <laughs> the 
he was happy he had found treasure, but the things he needed to do to secure that bag was not anything anyone could have done. Let's hmm. remember, he didn't own the field at first, he just worked on it. And many of us don't want to work on what we don't own. Many of us say, I'll buy the field, and then I will actually start working on the field. Or God provide me a field so I can start working on it. No. He started with what he had where he was. It was not his field, he owned the field, but he was searching. He was searching, he was walking, he was tilling, he was seeking on the field. Many people say, I'll buy the field first, then I'll work on it. Maybe then I'll buy treasures. The grass can indeed be greener on the other side, especially when you don't own any grass. <coughs> so when you have nothing and you find the grass, well, it's just grand water working that grass. Because again, if that did not happen, if he had sat on his, sat on his backside and said, well, I have no field. When God provides the field, then he will start his work. The field wasn't, but became part of the treasure. Because remember what he, what he sold, what he bought, he bought the field, he buy the treasure. So he sold all he had to buy the field. Well, I believe why he bought the field was because he had found hidden treasure. But let's not, let's not discount that still holding field is treasure. Like at that time, like to own land was not like it was was like it was wealth to be a landowner, and so he sold all he had, and bought a field that, on its own, was perhaps to him all he had was, all he had was more valuable, was not valuable than the field, but all he had was not as valuable as the field that had the treasure. If that makes sense, and so he sold all he had for a field. And that became more treasured for him because of that hidden treasure that was in the field. And so I'll put it this way. He sold all he had, old treasure, to acquire the field, new treasure. Um, but only because that field had hidden treasure. So seek ye first the kingdom of God and righteousness, new treasure. Uh, and all other things, hidden treasure, will be added to you. But first, you must first forsake the old treasure. And what are these old treasures? Mine. Anything that has mine in front of it is old treasure. My time. My money. My life. My intellect. My smarts. My beauty. My children. My wife. <laughs> my legacy. Huh? Oh, my wife. <laughs> my wife passed again from me, from me, from me, like, from, from, like, from what I own, like, not like a man of the human view. Like, <laughs> my wife passed, like, 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 accomplishment, like, making me feel good, like, again, so not comes down to self. Self. And Matthew 16, verse 24 said, said, for you, said, you're supposed to deny yourself. Forsaking the old treasure yeah. to secure the new treasure and then get access to the hidden treasure. Mm -hmm. And so, deny yourself, take up your cross, the new treasure, mm -hmm. and then you secure eternal life, mm -hmm. which is the hidden treasure. Mm -hmm. 
may, I mean, I was looking at documentary, I'm still saying things like, I was, I'm looking at this ethnic, I'm looking for that. And I just think like, you need Jesus. You need Jesus. I don't know, I don't know, but, but people are watching Twitter, uh, Tinder Swindler. Like, I, I just kept telling I'm looking for love, I'm looking for this. I'm like, I'm like, I'm very sorry, but it's like, honestly, I'm describing just to give it to you. This, it's a, it's a, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, thank God for salvation because I'm like, Maybe I wouldn't know the religious by God if God they have saved me. Because God, like, God, people are looking for this. They want this. They're like, oh, I have this emptiness. And I, even after the, the, the incident of being swayed by Tinder Swindler, she said she's back on Tinder. Yeah. She, said, she said, why? She said, because she's still, she's still looking. Ah. <laughs> so after being bumped, like, oh, the first not Tinder, the first is the man. So I find another man. I'm like, yeah, but Jesus is what you need. So like it's a thing of like it's a treasure. Eternal life is a treasure. Think about cross is that a treasure. But we need to deny ourselves first, which for us that would that would that sell it all that he had. And Jeremiah 29 29 says, things revealed belong to us and our children. This is where secret before they were hidden before. It says the secret things belong to God. But the things revealed belong to us and our children. That guy now has a land, as 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 treasures in that land. It was only just set up only him up for his generations, because the land itself, like I said, is wealth. But also, what they had found as well in that land was also an hidden treasure. He didn't just take the treasure and build the land, because the land itself was an asset. In fact, that could have been problematic for his kids, because they had that treasure without buying the land. And he dies. They say, um, your father not your father not on the land. You have to you have to claim back this treasure that you took from it. Mm. Yes, you paid for it too. You paid for the treasure, but that land is ours. So treasure is ours as well. Um, I don't know if I seen the, the house of Gucci. It's a movie about the the, the designer of Gucci family and everything, but it just also showed again like how she married the family, the king of, of Gucci, the company. But she's like, yeah, but she, but that's when they got to court, they're calling her by a million name. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't own the name Gucci. You married to the family, but you're not a Gucci. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a thing of like, yes, you have dead claim to the treasure, but like, you, you, don't own, you don't own it. Like, you don't own this. Like, you just, I mean, she, she murdered her husband, like, to actually, like, get ownership of, of, the, of the company. <laughs> but when they started start to cut, the judge was calling her by a million name. And then she was like, no, call me Madame Gucci. Yeah. Right? But, but then the world did not think of her as Gucci. And so, point being, how we go about securing the treasure is also important. We have to do it the right way. We can't cut corners. We can't be, we can't say, like again, Abraham, God has only a son at him. Hey, hey guy, come, we'll make the son. That's, that's, that's cutting corners. I will see the portion of this today. So in summary, we must always be in search and trade mode. I'll try what I said that. We must always be in search and trade mode. Searching, walking on the grounds that have been placed in. So again, everybody didn't own this land. 
till God calls you to do this, to do that, study his word to evangelize. Joshua 1 verse 8, this book of love not from my mouth and meditate on it day and night. That's searching, that's seeking, that's being in search mode. Psalm 109 verse 104, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my heart. Why do you need a lamp on your feet? Why do you need a lamp on your life? Because you're searching, you're looking for something, you're walking, you're moving. In evangelizing, say the harvest in Matthew 9, 37, 38, the harvest is plenty, the laborers are few. And so there's work required. And also a bit of interceding as well. Isaiah 62, verse, verse 6, when it says, I have the appointed watchmen to the city, watching day and night. So this is a place of searching, seeking, working. You always have to be in that mood. Because why? Don't continually do that. If we are not weary in doing good, wood will be rewarded. We will find treasure. But when we actually find that treasure, we must be ready to trade off. Mm-hmm. It will be uncomfortable. It will be required us to get out of our comfort zones. It will be required us for let, letting go of things that we are now used to. I mean, David and Rachel, when, when um, Saul assassins were going after his life, he's like, who sent me? <laughs> I could have not been chilling with my sheep, JJ. Now, somebody wants to put, put my head on a spike, plus because God has not me king. Who sent me? But that's, we have to trade off. Mm-hmm. For him to access the hidden treasure, which is actually having his, his lineage on the throne of Israel forever and ever, down to Christ being on the throne, he had to trade off. He had to let go of his boyish ways, of his soldier ways, to then be the man that God had to call him to be, to be king over his people. He says, David stayed the course. He walked the land wherever he was placed. When I was on the, the, in the shepherd field, he walked the land. He was seeking. He defended, defended his ships. On the battlefield, he went against Goliath. Any land, anywhere he was placed, he kept walking, he kept searching. And even as king of the world, he kept at it. He continued to find the hidden treasure that puts his image on the throne forever. And we all have to be those two words searching and trading. You search, you find, there has to be an exchange. You have to keep searching. And when I fight corruption, to have to again trade off. You have to be, I mean, I have to be ready to let go of what we've considered treasure. Like this is the old treasure. You have to keep this now to get the new treasure, which holds the hidden treasure. As I was by as I said, God, give me the grace to walk the fields of where you've placed me. Give me the grace to walk the fields of wherever you have placed me. In that place of work, in the church, in the household of faith, in the community, in the estate, in that friendship circle, wherever God has placed us is our field. And we need to keep searching. We need to keep working. We need to keep finding, seeking. And God, when I do find treasure, oh Lord, give me the grace to let go of the old to acquire the new and the hidden. Give me grace to let go of the old. No matter how palatable and comfortable 
and I don't say accustomed to, and this is just how I do things, this is just how I live, this is just who I am right now. Give us the grace to let go of the old, to take on the new and the hidden. May we not bring about the wrong kind of distractions when we find treasure. May we not say to the wrong people, May we not bring harm to ourselves because of the blessings that you've given to us. Yes, we feel the joy. Yes, we'll be grateful. But we'll do the needful to acquire said treasures. Blessed be your name, O God. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 Amen.